0: Hello and welcome to India Startup Chat, the best podcast series on startups, investments, opportunities and views from India. Brought to you by Mukund Mohan, Ravi Guru Raj and me, Lakshmi Rebecca. Here is this week's chat. Welcome to India Startup Chat. Uh, It's bright and early in Bangalore and Mukund is in Seattle. Hello Mukund.
1: It is rainy, cloudy, and dull, Ravi. Before you ask me the question, how is Seattle? I'll tell you that right away. Hi, Lakshmi. <laughs> Namaskara.
2: Hey, but that's what you said last week, dude. <laughs> so, Mukund, just
0: to wrap it in, it's nice and sunny, a little nippy. It's oh, a January beautiful morning in Bangalore, Ravi it. and I are sitting at the Nascom warehouse.
1: <laughs> it's not making me jealous, you know. You took how long did it take you to get to uh, Nascom uh, warehouse from your house? <laughs>
0: 30 minutes! Yeah. Not long, it takes Not me, too
1: it bad. Takes me 9 minutes. Ha, ha, ha. Every day. Ha, ha, ha. Maybe that's the way to do it. Every time you ask me the question, how the weather is.
0: Listen, we have more access to awesome hot masala dosas exactly. than you will, okay? You watch, okay.
2: It's, it's, the, when, when the masala dosas arrive, we'll send you a WhatsApp. <laughs>
1: Hey you know what I did last week for my kids right they were really missing bangalore so i made uh, palya bun you know you get that in the bangalore ayangar bakery oh yeah yeah i they, saw you did they, your they poster beat you there.
0: up after that or did they actually eat it
1: they loved it they wanted me to make some more so this week i'm going to make the uh, egg puff and vegetable puff they look good
2: look good Nice and nice and fluffy ones. I mean, you know, you're sure you didn't have a pro do it, and then you take
1: all the credit. No, man, all by myself. And I'm making a puff, egg puff, and veg puff this week.
2: Oh my wow! God. Now that's ambitious.
0: Okay, so this is how life is, huh? You're part of a fund, <laughs> uh, and then you have all the time to cook for the children. That's that's a good example there, Bokul. <laughs> so now talking about startups uh, and technology, the first question I have for you two this week is this: What is Or what the freak is net neutrality? And why is there so much conversation and so many debates about this?
1: Yeah, net neutrality, what it is, very simply, let's assume you have access to the internet, either via the mobile phone or via your desktop or via your laptop. Every person that gives you content, every website, every company has an equal opportunity to present that data for you. If there is no net neutrality, What essentially it means is there will be certain companies or certain websites that will have preferential access. Now, the problem with that is what preferential access means is let's assume that you are a new company. Lakshmi, the smart one, and the rich one, Ravi, decide to start a new company, and uh, they want to now compete with uh, Facebook. What happens when they do not have net neutrality is that because... Uh, the capability for and the money that Facebook gives to all the people that carry the web traffic, people like Airtel, people like BSNL, people like Reliance, etc. Because they they pay the money, they'll say, make sure that our traffic gets higher priority compared to Lakshmi and Ravi's new startup, which essentially to a large extent will stymie the innovation and also make sure that people that want the content will not be able to get every viewpoint. It'll be essentially managed and... uh, to a large extent, make sure that the companies that already have the money, already have the capability, can actually have their viewpoint and their startups and their companies heard more than others. So net neutrality is actually a very, very good thing. That's been the case so far, at least. There is a very good uh, video, by the way. If you ever get a chance, there's a gentleman called John Oliver on YouTube. He's done a very funny and a very, very smart episode, about 20 minutes or so, very much worth uh, viewing. I would recommend if uh, anybody wants to know at least a layperson's viewpoint. He's done an excellent job and he's very, very funny. So that's the that's the simple view of things.
0: Ravi, what do you think? Do you think net neutrality is actually going to work? And why will it work?
1: You know, it's not a question of
2: work or not work. It's just a question of should it be a mandated in the network as the network being neutral, right? It's, a, it's almost like, uh, you know, there should not be a gatekeeper that unfairly biases traffic in one direction or the other is what people are asking for, right? That, you know, that you should not have uh, preferential treatment for one set of companies or one set of sites or one set of applications or one set of services because they've struck some deal that's special. And mm-hmm. I think that's, uh, you know, so probably that is the a bit. very important... Uh, you know, concept going forward to support. I don't think there's such a thing as there's not a product that has to be turned on. It's more, uh, you know, a regulatory framework, right, that has to be put in place. So that's a very important uh, aspect because otherwise, uh, you know, very young bootstrap companies will never be able to get off the ground, right? In, 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 in concept, right?
0: So what would, uh, you know, from both of you, if, if both of you were to make some recommendations on how that gatekeeping has to be done or how, what kind of, um, you know, ideas should be considered in the framework, what would your recommendations be? So I think
1: the way, uh, let's take an example of uh, how uh, the, the current system works is, if you are an individual that wants access to the internet, let's assume that you pay, Ten rupees towards access to the internet. Uh, Lakshmi, being the smart one, wants to get access to TED videos, and Ravi, being the rich one, wants access to
0: the richest magazine
1: possible that you get. Right? No, there is actually uh, there is actually all of the. Oh yeah, he wants to get access to every investment vehicle possible. Right? So if that is the case, then both of you should be able to do it independently. And you should give the 10 rupees that you give towards internet access for both of you. And you can each use it the way you want it. You might want to get more TED videos. He might want to get more investment advice. But if we say there was no net neutrality and both of you, by default, Uh only TED videos were free, but investment you had to pay for, then you know it becomes a little bit harder for people that want the investment advice and this so the better thing to do is to just say here is 10 dollars worth of internet access you can go wherever you want and do whatever you want and if you want to go more on sites like facebook and twitter you can do that versus if you want to go to ted videos and watch them you can do that versus saying here is 10 dollars towards let's say twitter uh, only or 10 dollars towards whatsapp only and everything else you have to pay for then by default since uh, most users are creatures of habit, they will essentially come back and say, you know what, we just stick to this. And that gives you a biased view of the internet, which is what we want to avoid. So the better thing to do is to say, we'll cap the total amount of usage for each user and they can go wherever they want.
0: Okay, okay.
2: Yeah, I think we've seen a few different proposals for how to address uh, the inclusion question. I think, you know, the net neutrality question is all about the balance between innovation and inclusion, right? And achieving both kind of having your cake and eat it, too, which is we want to be balanced, we want to allow young companies to be able to get on without any biases in the gatekeeper function, right, Uh, that are are going to exclude them. And at the same time, you know, you have a whole bunch of folks who are unable to uh, afford the Internet or unable to get on or, or whatever. That you know we want to include too, and uh, we want to include it without violating net neutrality in some sense, right? Uh, I think you know one one fundamental thing that people point to is we're already seeing growth. Smartphone value, uh, prices are dropping, uh, plans are getting cheaper and cheaper, and, and the data would show that across India that has happened over the last uh, couple of years, or uh, you know tens of millions of users already coming online. Uh, that the compelling value prop that is the internet will be irresistible. To everybody <laughs> mm-hmm. over time uh, but you know there's also the bottom the really truly bottom of the pyramid yes and you know oftentimes I've uh, been in chats where people have said even if we provided ten dollars uh, of net to them Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, that person might turn around and say, give me the $10 I needed to live." Absolutely. You know, why <laughs> are you know, I, know, I, you're putting it in some account where I can surf? Yeah. I, you know, I have some basic requirements for that $10. Just give it to me directly, you know? Absolutely. If you're willing to had, subsidize. So, I mean, that's where the question comes in, you know, is uh, how do you balance all of these different uh, issues? Yes, yes. And So, still, I have a
0: whole, uh, you know, uh, I had a question around this from that point, if you actually, yeah, and it's uh, probably got to do with lifestyle quality and maybe a bit of a moralistic point of view as well. And that's precisely that. $10 or or if things are going to be given free, aren't they more important things of good quality that has to be given free first to people at the bottom of a pyramid before the internet or before access to the internet?
2: Yeah, I, I, think, I think, you know, obviously you can spread the debate to... Every kind of equality, not just net equality, you know. But I think you know the, the 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 whole debate about net neutrality has been in the context of others providing net access to a a bar uh, to a subset of folks for free in return for you know, some gatekeeper function or whatever, right? And that's, I think, the scope of that that debate. But I just, I broaden it one more level up and say, if we did have funds to give away (laughs) to sponsor NET, uh, you know, and and let's say people are demanding that the government do it, there may actually be even more compelling uh, uses of those funds than even NET, right? If the funds were available. So, uh, you know, again... You know, you just get to another higher level and then, you know, I don't have good answers, honestly. Other than, you know, we would like everybody to have the net uh, because it is empowering. It does allow a whole bunch of uh, uh, use cases that, you know, uh, that otherwise are not available uh, from education to health, uh, you know, to even productivity at work. Right. Uh, it empowers a whole range of people that otherwise may not be connected, right? Uh, So I think it's important that we find a way to get everybody in the country uh, access to the net, uh, especially the young who are in their formative years, right? Uh, But it's not cheap. You know the last mile is still a hurdle. Even if we had all the money, we still have to put down a lot of fiber, get that last mile working, right? That is the Digital India project that's underway, right? Uh, so I think we've still got a few years of debate (laughs) You know a few years of uh, a lot of work ahead of us you know
0: i think that the most important thing we need uh, is actually better telecom infrastructure all across the country uh, to make this a reality and to ensure that actually benefits the people that it's meant to benefit
2: absolutely i mean you know i barely get my 3g forget about just net (laughs)
1: let me ask you uh let me ask you guys a different question let me ask you guys a different question, right? Let me let me take this and go across from net neutrality to something else, as an example. Let's say tomorrow we decided, uh, Lakshmi, this is a question for you. Let's say tomorrow, as the government of India decided, hey, we no longer want people to go hungry, all right? In India, there is a basic food neutrality issue. So we have to provide everybody food. And the government decides to give everybody one kg of rice. No wheat, just one kg of rice. Does that mean there is no food neutrality? Does that mean that the government has to say, here is 10 rupees, go buy whatever you want to eat, and you can buy meat if you want, or you can buy rice if you want, you can buy wheat if you want. I mean, the flip side of the equation to me is right now in the government of Tamil Nadu, for example, gives everybody a lot of free stuff. They say, here is rice, for example. Why don't they give, uh, uh, just making an example of, why don't they give wheat instead of rice? Probably because a lot of people in Tamil Nadu like rice versus wheat, but why don't they rather just give the money and say you buy and eat whatever you want because i think to a large extent people would say if you give them the money they go get uh, you know alcohol or drugs or something like that which i really doubt but I, I want to ask you the question do you think there is food neutrality requirement if that was to happen
0: i'm going to answer that slightly differently and i'm going to say that apart from the 1 kg of rice for example that you mentioned that needs to be given free a few other things that are essential for relatively good nutrition levels has to be given at a subsidized rate not necessarily for free and that's what our ration shops are all about right I think you get rice at one one rupee a kg and you get even wheat and uh, pulses etc at a a very low cost provided uh, you have your Aadhaar card as similar proof you know in the old days there used to be something called the ration card uh, and there used to be entries there on how much you collected per week or per month and each each person each family got a quota So, if you were to apply something like that to net neutrality, it would be about, okay, here's a little bit that's free. But after that, if you fall under this, you know, socioeconomic category, here's a special rate for you. Maybe that's a more sustainable long-term solution uh, for people at the bottom of the pyramid.
2: Yeah, so, you know, I think that's good uh... Good food for thought, but I, you know, coming back to the original question about the net neutrality debate and what it was all about, it was about try. You know, that it put out four questions uh, to the community. Uh, they were very specific about uh, this, a specific area within the net neutrality framework, which is called differential pricing, which is can to uh, can can different services be priced differently, and you know, and and under what circumstances, right? And so I think you know. Uh, obviously, the the debate just broadened because we'd had an earlier debate on net neutrality in April, and this is a more specific set of questions, but I think, uh, you know, very exciting and, and it's really, uh, you know, very interesting to watch the passionate debate across the country, and I think India is leading the charge in some sense.
0: And so we move on from a topic about necessity of connectivity and access to information to something that's more of a luxury, Netflix. Netflix just came to India, and I think their uh, prices are 500, 650, and 800 rupees a month. Those are three plans. Um, Question is, uh, what are your thoughts on the kind of content mix? I can see on their website that right now, it's all, much of what is available um, in Netflix on their US site, I think. A lot of English content and movies and TV series. Uh, I don't see any Hindi, Tamil, Telugu, you know, local stuff yet, but and I, I hope that that will come on soon.
2: 10% or so of their US traffic is what I was told, their catalog, okay? So I think it's a subset of the US catalog that's available in India, mm-hmm. but again, I may be wrong on that, we should check. Uh, I think it's exciting to have, you know, more content available. Uh, more flexible content available that's not necessarily attached to your your landline, right? It's quote unquote the TV landline. <laughs> okay. I think you know uh, that'll be great. You know we'll we'll have to see how it all pans out. Uh, I think there've been a couple of attempts at this before mm-hmm. in other contexts, right? Uh, that haven't really taken off. Uh, you know Netflix may just have the muscle and the content uh, to pull it off. You know we'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know I think uh, we'll have to see if the bandwidth. The infrastructure here holds up to a real uh, big adoption of Netflix across the board. Right. Uh,
0: a... I mean, if we, if we watch the amount of videos that we do on YouTube, I don't see why not Netflix. Um, and actually having a lot more Indian content available on a paid platform like Netflix that's ads free is actually going to stop us. Uh, it may, be, may cut down the number of torrent sites people go to and watch stuff in yep. the gray or black market. Absolutely. Mukund, what do you think?
1: So I have three questions, right? Uh, I want to go to ask you. Net, uh, so Lakshmi, people like you who are, uh, who are primarily... What does that I'm mean, thinking, People like on... you.
0: Define people like you. People
1: like you are young people. People young like you are kid. young. You know, I am old and Ravi is <laughs> rich. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah,
0: okay. I am old, Ravi is rich. <laughs> I, don't, I don't consider... So what I mean yeah, by that is... Whatever, go Okay, on. back
1: to my question, guys. My question was... My question is, uh, people like uh, that are younger, right, that are primarily, I'm thinking, I'm hearing from a lot of people that they're watching primarily content on the phone uh, when they're on the commute or even when they're driving. That is bizarre, but let's assume for the the sake of... uh... So what happened is, remember, it's gone from one screen to multiple screens at home. When I was, uh, back in the day when we had uh, TV at home, all of us would have to watch the same thing. Whatever my dad decided was what we all watched, right? But now... Uh, The kids are sitting in one room, the teenager is sitting in another room, and it's going to be that Netflix to a certain extent, number one, if there is smart TV proliferation that happens in India, then I think Netflix will take off very well and they start to focus on local content, Hindi, Tamil, etc., Second, it would not surprise me at all if Netflix opens a production studio in India. It would not at all oh, surprise me. Oh, that
0: would be awesome. Why? I'd love to because work Because I think with them.
1: they make a lot of... Uh, the...
0: Their production quality is so good. I'd love to work with them if they do that.
1: Yeah, I think they, they wouldn't be. So my question is, uh, the kind of people that are watching this, um, are they looking to watch it because they are looking for that English content, Orange is the New Black, and the, the programs like those? Or are they looking for the... Extra content above and beyond because I suspect the only people that will sign up for the Netflix plan will be the folks that uh, want to watch the U.S. Uh, channels and the U.S. episodes of, uh, of of Orange is the New Black or specific shows to Netflix. I think more than anything else, uh, the rest of them are going to go and watch it either on their TV channel because the cable still is much lesser and much much more exp- much less expensive. And so my question is, who's the pe- who are the people that are going to sign up for Netflix? That I think is a big question for me. What do you guys think?
0: Firstly, it's going to be people who actually don't consume a lot of TV, but want to watch some of these pos- uh, you know, popular international content and ads-free, and willing are willing to pay for that seamless experience because, um, you know, and I and I actually I've tried Netflix and I love the fact that you can go from one episode to another without even having to click a button. <laughs> So you can just completely like veg out in your living room on a Sunday and just watch hours of TV or movies after movies, high quality, good sound, uh, provide your internet connection works well. And uh, it's amazing. It's a great way to chill out at home. And I'm someone who hasn't lived with a TV connection uh, for over a decade now. I don't have a TV connection. I've not had one for decades. Probably not good for the amount of information I consume. But yeah, that's that's the that's a lifestyle choice I've made. And I think Mukun you don't have a TV connection at home either, do you?
1: No, I don't. I don't have a TV connection. Uh, I don't watch a lot of. I mean, by the way, I haven't. I don't even have a Netflix connection. It's not like I'm watching anything. Um, very rarely do I do I actually watch something, and almost always when I watch it, it's on my plane ride from India to Seattle or the other way around. It, it's very rare that I actually watch movies, uh, unless five people, six people recommend it to me, I'm not watching it. And my usage of, uh, of just online YouTube also just dramatically dropped because of that. I tend to listen to a lot of music, but not a lot of uh, television, if you will, or even movies and shows but you know i'm a i'm a useless exception i'm not a good role model for that <laughs> for that kind of content you
0: know in answer to your question one of the i should mention is that uh, the people who are also going to subscribe to netflix and watch content on netflix are people who are uh, already tech savvy people who already use smartphones and uh, have sort of tv so can you know connect up maybe to the internet or you know, where they can have the smartphones interact with the TV etc or they've figured out how to connect the computer to the TV and blah blah blah, because uh, it's not something that's going to come down the cable Uh, and so, and and you rightly mentioned that if it's a household that's got more than one TV then it would work because the kids probably will be on Netflix watching the latest TV series there without ads and the parents would still be watching maybe Hindi content in the living room, right?
1: Ravi will you sign up for will you sign up for uh, Netflix or do you already have something like box tv or something like that
2: No i already have tata sky and but that's my primary tv right i don't have a cable operator per se i don't watch a lot of tv to be very frank i you know watch news every now and then uh you know i i can't even recall the last tv series i've watched on tv you know i don't think i've watched anything in 6 months to be very frank i watch a lot on my on YouTube, every now and then, if somebody sends me a link, I'll watch something, right? It might be a conference. It might be, you know, some episode of something that's interesting, you know. But uh, but that's streaming. I do it in the car when I'm driving somewhere because I have the time. But generally, uh, watching TV is not something I, I have any time or, you know, inclination to want to do. You know, maybe Netflix, you know, might be interested just to get a few good movies.
0: I have a feeling, Mukund. We're the wrong people to be having this conversation. Yeah. Neither of us have a freaking TV connection. We don't watch much content and we're talking about Netflix.
1: <laughs> no, I think, no, I think more than anything else, Lakshmi, Ravi doesn't watch TV. TV watches Ravi.
0: Hey, go <laughs> Good one, Mukun, Good one.
1: Everybody is looking and going, when is Ravi going to come on TV? When is Ravi going to come? Go <laughs> <Quite>. ahead. <laughs>
0: All right. So we'll go from watching TV to watching Ravi and um, on to the next topic. Can I go first on this one? So I'd like to feature um, a health startup or rather a startup in the biomedical space called One Breath. They've developed low-cost portable ventilators that are going to really change uh, or impact healthcare delivery in tier 2, tier 3 cities and remote areas so check out one in. that's O-N-E B-R-E-A-T-H ventilators.in so that's my startup pick of the week Ravi what's yours?
2: So mine is an actual unusual one uh, it's a company called WeWork that's uh, based across the US and uh, their CEOs visiting India this week and you know we'll be at uh, the DIPP uh, Jan 16th event in Delhi and you know it's a very unique company I've, I've been they've come out of stealth more recently uh, have but have built up uh, a number of co-working spaces that are very very engaging communities so to say uh, startup communities freelancer communities across the US and uh, they're starting to expand internationally Uh, this is a trend that you know we may well see across India as well and uh, we've already started to see some Indian companies attack this space. Absolutely. And uh, so I think it's an interesting trend because it dovetails well with infrastructure being provided to our startup ecosystem, right? Uh, So it'd be very interesting uh, to see uh, Adam Newman, who's uh, one of the founders of WeWork and uh, his interest in india i'm looking forward to hearing more about that and learning more about that you know uh, but very very interesting company that folks should go check out especially if they're in the startup incubator slash accelerator slash co-working
1: space area
0: <laughs> okay and mukund
1: my startup of the week is vunik uh, again i've known them from the microsoft ventures days about almost two years ago They provide an app that helps you do style. Again, wrong person to really talk about style and movies. Uh, I'm the worst when it comes to style and stuff of that nature, but I really like the founder. Sujit and I had met quite a while ago, almost about three years ago. Voonik, V-O-O-N-I-K.com. I I think they're going to be a breakout company this this year. I'm hoping that they do really, really well. Great team, and uh, they moved from Chennai to Bangalore. I think there's nothing that's going to stop them from doing very, very well this year. So Voonik is the name of the company, V-O-O-N-I-K.
0: And I think uh, the website address for uh, WeWork is wework.com, W-E-W-O-R-K.com. So those are the three startups we featured this week, One Breath Ventilators, WeWork, and Voonik. I think the second two together are tongue twisters. Can you say we work Munich three times <laughs> without, without messing that up? Mukun, have a go. <laughs> All right. And so question of the week then, because uh, the winning answer is going to win six months work of, worth of Goki goodies. Uh, we will announce the winning answer to last week's question on Twitter and on Facebook. So look out for that. And now for uh, the question of the week. Ravi, I think you... Have one that you've been eating to share?
2: No, but I, I don't know that we'll be able to answer it in a week. But you know, let's 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 let at least pick the best uh, choice that somebody makes uh, for the company that's most likely to be the first company in two thousand sixteen to raise a hundred million dollars in the India context. That's not already a unicorn, right? Okay. Uh, be interesting because uh, I think they're going to be fewer than we've seen in the past. Uh, It's a big number and it's, uh, you know, given the context, that number's got a little bigger even in the last few months.
0: (laughs) So the question is, which company that's not already a unicorn do you think will raise $100 million in 2016? All right, so with that, it's a wrap and we'll chat again next week. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye, Mukul. Bye, Ravi. Bye, guys. And that was this week's India Startup Chat podcast. Get in touch with us on Twitter. The handle is at Instartup Chat and on our Facebook page, India Startup Chat. Send in your feedback, suggestions and do send in lots of retweets and likes. Talk to you soon.